All right. So, okay. So how are you doing, first of all? Um, I'm good. I'm very busy, which is good. Well, in some ways, um, I'm getting this project out and then simultaneously starting school next week. Also moving. So it's a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's like a lot of really overwhelming things all at once. <laughs> it's okay. I'm kind of just riding the, the wave, you know? Yeah, you got it. So, okay. Let's start out like more generally. Okay. So when exactly did you get into NFTs? When it, it was whenever you, you've been following it for a while, right? Before you actually dove into it? Yeah, so I've been kind of interested in them since like last September. So about a year now. And like I've kind of like passively in this space. And I've sort of been like poking around and like poking my head in. And um, like monitoring them, I guess, from like the outside. And then it was, I, I minted a couple things in November. And then I guess like February is when I really dove in and like went for it. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. I remember you, re you reaching out to me in like January or February or somewhere around there. Or I think it was December or January, something like that. Um, and I'm so glad you did. So how, this is a big question, but how has your life changed since you got into NFTs? Um, it's changed a lot. <laughs> I think like before NFTs, I was like pretty desperate. Like I was um, pretty much dependent on student loans and I was just kind of like riding off of like a city commission as well as like a random painting sale here and there. I like was very broke. Like I had like maxed out credit cards and like no savings and rent to pay. So NFTs kind of came in at like the perfect time. Like I was actively looking for work when I was doing that because I don't know, I get really like overwhelmed and I can't really work while doing school. And if I can, it's like, it's like too much, you know what I mean? So NFTs kind of came in and like, allowed me to do like one thing full time and like it, it really did change a lot of shit and uh i started yeah I, I started not being like scared of like not having any money which was like at first because i've always been like super poor but um like yeah no I, it's been like really nice to just have like an excess and like not worry about like where i'm gonna get rent money from since this started so, so go on yeah i was just gonna say like um i guess it's turned from turned my life from being like kind of like hopeless i guess in career wise like i was just like um that led into like a lot, a lot of other things but yeah i was like pretty hopeless before this and now it's like i get to like wake up and like make art every day and like do stuff i really really love to do and like i'm surrounded by very cool people and yeah i get to make things like k-bots and like my 3d art and like people seem to really like it and i think above the money it's just giving me like a community for my art which i think was like the biggest thing because 
even though like I was going to school for it, it never felt like my art like really like fit in with people. You know what I mean? Um, my my school's like very conceptually driven, and I always like to just make shit that I wanted to make. And uh, uh, yeah, so I found like a really cool community here as well as like not being extremely poor. <laughs> yeah, so you can like do whatever you want and feel a sense of security at the same time. Like totally, that's, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, that's like a thing. I that, think I'm... Hmm? No, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, I think uh, one thing that NFTs kind of helped me the most with was like, as like an open trans person, like working is like very hard, especially because I come from like a super conservative city. So it's, like, extra hard if you're, like, out to, like, make things work for you because you just, like, you know, you get, like, passed up on jobs or, like, your life's just made a lot more difficult in a lot of ways that you might not expect. So, like, NFTs have kind of been, like, a way for me to, like, be okay and, like, be open and, like, not be scared of a lot of things in terms of, like, trying to work or, like, you know, be out in the world, like, in the population i guess it's a uh, yeah there's a lot of issues that we have to deal with yeah and have you found i mean i i do you want to talk about the community you've found with other trans artists through nfts yeah no totally i mean like, well, you were the first person I really reached out to, and then you kind of pointed me down the path of, like, um, meeting Kate. And then once I met Kate and kind of met, like, the trans group in NFTs, which was, like, not very many of us at the very beginning. I think there was, like, 20 of us in that group at the very beginning. Now there's, like, over 100, I'm pretty sure. But um, That's awesome. I think, uh, I think, like, at the very beginning, like, finding Kate and, like, doing collabs with Kate and like uh like having like a group of like solid like trans people around me who were like all artists like kind of in the same boat was like amazing at the start and it was like definitely i attribute that to like a huge reason like why i stuck around like why i didn't give up and um yeah so i i'm really grateful like for the trans community in nfts and like especially like kate and like donya darkstone and like a, a lot of other people. There's just so many of us now that it's hard to name everybody. But yeah, there's a lot of very cool trans people in the space now. Yeah. Donya and Kate are both awesome. Um, and yeah, I remember your collabs with Kate. That you, like your styles look really perfect together. Um, yeah, no, those are, those are some of my favorites. Well, Robeck owns, like, half of them, so. <laughs> um, that's yeah, cool. Those are, those are super cool. I always really look back on those, and, like, it's, it's, it's like, amazing, because, like, my style's changed so much since then, but it was, like, so informative for, like, how I went forward was, like, my work I did with Kate. I found that that definitely influenced me a lot. Yeah, that was actually my next question. <laughs> how have your art changed since you started making NFTs till now because like when I look at your older work it's it's like a bit heavier than these cute fun robots you know 
Mm-hmm. So to, think, to you, um, how has it changed? I think for me, it's been a big combination of like my mental health getting better as well as like getting more practiced with 3D art and like kind of like finding more of like a style. And um, I think like my earlier stuff, I was just like really struggling on like how to say stuff and like what exactly I was trying to say with my art. And um, I think like my paintings were more informing my earlier stuff than they do now. Now I feel like I've moved away from that side, that like side of my artwork. Cause like my paintings before um, I got into 3D art were like always very, like they were always people and they were always like very intense and usually pretty dark. And like, I think that like my mental health has been so interlinked with like what kind of art I've been making for like such a long time. And um, I think like while my mental health has been getting better, my art slowly started like brightening up more and more and like started to kind of like reflect like the way that I'm feeling. And now it's like, I've entered, I feel like I've entered a stage in like my art and just like with my life and like my mental health where it's become more like blissful and I have like a lot more hope as compared to like the feeling of like struggling with things and like, like desiring connection and like the, the feeling of like loneliness that I think a lot of my earlier stuff conveys. I just don't feel like that anymore. And um, I think it kind of is just reflecting like where I'm at, like my, my earlier art versus now, as well as like just developing skills and kind of like finding like what niches of stuff I really like. Yeah, I love that. I love that. First of all, it shows that you're making real shit because it's so directly reflecting you. And I also love that you could see that your mental health has gotten better through it. And like, and I just love that that's happened, you know, <laughs> for you. Um, the the yeah, K-Bots no, feel... are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think, yeah, K-Bots were kind of like, well, they originally started, I think the um, the original thing for K-Bots was uh, like every little thing reminds me of you is like one of my, it was my first robot. It was um, like more of a figure face with the, with like the smile that I always do with like the square eyes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that led into like the original K-Bot. And I think like, I've always kind of liked the idea of like personas and like people like embodying like uh like their personality shining through like above their physical form rather than just uh like what people look like on the outside like i think like the internet's like a really good medium for like seeing people like for who they are because like we all use avatars and stuff and i think uh like what i was trying to convey with like my newer stuff is just like it doesn't matter really what you look like on the outside because they're all just like spirits and it's like more about like their personalities and more about like, like who they, like how they're interacting, I guess, with the world is, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard yeah. to explain, but uh, like, it's less about like, like on the internet, it's less about like what you look like and more just about like who you are as a person and like, you know, the, the energy that you put out there, you, you tend to receive back. Right. And um, I think like, that's what I wanted to convey with these bots is like, they're just like fun and they're just like enjoying life. And I think uh, like that was like a huge motivation for making these robots is because they're just like a fun 
like joyful kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So the first K-Bot, is that the pinky one? Yeah, that's pinky is the, is number one. Sorry. I don't know if you could hear the dogs barking. I like, I really <laughs> <That's love. okay. laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm looking at pinky now <laughs> and it's like, did when you made that first one, I guess because it's titled like KBOT 001, you, but at yeah. that point you knew that you were going to make more than one when you made the first one? Yeah. Yeah. So KBOTs were going to be kind of like, they were always planning on being like a series. And uh, I was going to do like a bunch of different like types of robots. And I did the, the pigeon was number two. And I was going to do like more like animal stuff and more, um, like different types of things, but I felt like the sphere kind of just like embodied like what I was trying to say the most. And like, they were like the most fun and like, they're not trying to like represent anything. They're just kind of like their own thing, you know? And I think that's why I really stuck with the sphere. And it's like, why I stuck with the sphere for the project is because they're not like trying to imitate anything really. They're just like, they're just vibing, you know? And uh, that's what I really like about them is they're kind of just like, they're not like, you know, like, no, there's nothing wrong with it, but, like, apes are obviously trying to look like apes, right? And it's, like, I think the spheres kind of just are their own entity, which I always thought was really cool. They're not, like, imitating a different thing. Yeah, they're, they're unique, for sure. Um, and they really are the cutest robots I've ever seen. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, like, and I feel like, like when I think about cute robots, like in general, that idea kind of scares me because like in the world, you know, cause I'm scared like in the future, there's going to be robots and they're going to be smarter than us. And the cute ones are the ones you have to watch out for. <laughs> like, that's what I, that's what I think of when I think of cute robots, <laughs> but like, these are like <laughs> so wholesome. <laughs> like they yeah. were never, <laughs> they would never hurt me. I've kind of been like developing like an extended universe in my head and um Claire Labs like my my um the kind of the overarching like idea as well as like my company name now is like sort of like it's not so much like a company that like makes the robots or rather just like a collective of like robots that just like kind of like live but they're also like given ability to like customize themselves and like cool. robots kind of just like come from like an AI and they don't have like, like really, they, they're allowed to like, they're given free will. Right. So they're not, they're not like destined to conquer or anything. Like they're not anything silly like that. They're just kind of like in, in my head, it's like Clara Labs is just like something that's just like giving life to these sentient things, you know, and just kind of like letting them do whatever they want. I kind of like that idea where like, they can like customize themselves however they want. They can like, like whatever they want to do, they're just like given free reign, you know? And I think that's kind of like the idea behind these robots is like, they're kind of just like, they're, they're literally just having fun and like, they're allowed to just be whatever they want, you know? Yeah. They don't I... have any... hmm? Yeah. They don't have any world domination <laughs> ideas in their head. You know? Yeah. They're just dancing and being cute and like <laughs> eating popsicles and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking robots back from being scary, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, 
So, wait, so you started your own, you became your own company just, like, very recently, right? What was that like? Yeah, yeah, I incorporated, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, and what's that like? Um, It's exactly the same, except (laughs) now I'm incorporated. (laughs) Um, I mean, I did it just so, like, I have it, and, like, if I wanted to pursue other things, like, I have, like, this company to like kind of make them with like I, I'm I don't want to like say anything but I have like other ideas like what I kind of other branches I want to get into with my art and like kind of like cool things to, like get out to people mm-hmm. like as well like as well as NFTs so I guess stay tuned for that like KBOT related yeah KBOT yeah. related or like other IPs but they're all going to kind of you know exist in like a similar universe Clara Labs Clara Labs, yeah. Is Clara Labs the next Pixar? <laughs> God, I hope so. I would love to do films. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that would be. Oh my God! Imagine a film with K bots, like these happy robots. That would be so cute. Um, that would be really like. Hit me up if you're an animator who wants to work with me on something else. Not yet. Soon though. Um. <laughs> So why did, so you went from making like one by one um, K-Bots and then you decided to do a generative collection. Do you want to talk about that? Why you decided to do that? So, well, it's, I mean, it's two pronged, right? Like in one way, I have a lot of really intense expenses coming up. So I guess it's like almost a way of like crowdfunding surgeries for myself and like helping me in that sense but in another sense i thought i was kind of thinking about like the ideas of kbots and like and like how they're like kind of like an identity thing and um i thought like randomizing it would like definitely fit in with the idea like of kbots like being able to like literally be whatever they want right so i i guess like having four thousand unique kbots that are just generated and like all are like unique and but they all kind of like come from the same place I guess was sort of the 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 conceptual thought going into it yeah and in that way it's going to bring a ton of people together totally right and I think that's like one of the coolest things that art can do yeah so how many traits are there how many did you make because you've been working really really hard on it like for a while um so at the moment i think there's about 142 something like that um which is only about it's only a few less than board apes so it doesn't sound like that much but it's a lot (laughs) and uh there's i think like three or four billion possible combinations if not more wow so there's there's a lot of variation between each one. Yeah, so they'll all be rare. <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's it's going to be like scaling rarity and stuff though and like we're going to have like enough distribution where like there's going to be a lot that are more rare but there's not going to be any less rare ones that like take over if you know what I mean. Yeah, do you know like what are your favorite traits and and which ones are do you know which ones are rare? Do you know that yet? 
Um, well, there's like a lot of rare ones. Um, or what's your one favorite? Of my, my favorite, I love the, the furry hat, is like one of my favorite ones. That one's like pretty recent. The furry um, hat? I really like the the furry hat, yeah, it's like a like a Russian Ushanka oh. hat. And um, I, uh, another favorite one is like the penguin pool floaty. Oh, that yeah. one was like way too much fun to make. And I guess another one would be like the rocket legs. I don't know. There's something. The jetpacks. Like I guess. What's that? The jetpacks. Jetpack legs. Yeah. So and uh, <laughs> I think one of my favorite like bodies was like I have one that's like a manga shader so if anybody remembers when I was doing like a manga for like a week and um so it's kind of taken from like that branch of my art so it's like a cell shaded kind of 2d looking body which is kind of like a nod to that mm. and um I think that's my favorite body like in the whole set yeah well I think I saw a preview of that one Maybe. It's stuck in a couple points. Yeah. I already know what my favorite is. It's the watermelon and the mushroom <laughs> head. And I really hope yeah. I can get one of those. Um, <laughs> so, so I haven't, so because I have one of your previous K bots, I have an access yeah. pass. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to talk about? That? Like, what does that do exactly? I mean... So, um, for every token you hold on either, like, the one-of-one K-Bots or, like, the multiple ones, so the Claire Labs and K-Bot contract, like, the K-Bot um, 10 of 10 contract, you get, like, one free mint per, per piece you own. So we're kind of talking about doing an early mint. I don't want to, like, lock anything in just yet just because it's all still a little bit up in the air in terms of like actual mint day but i'd like to do something like that in terms of giving people like access passes who are also or like also holders like an early chance to mint before it opens up but that's still up in the air mm -hmm. so there's no there's no date yet N no not yet okay. um that's dependent on the depth but uh, access passes originally give it out as like a fun thing. Yes, yeah. I thought they kind of fit with um, with like Claire Labs and kind of the, the universe. But they're like I'm working on ways to like reward people who are holding them. But um, yeah, that's still in the works. So, but they definitely still get you another K bot at the time of release. Cool. Um, what else? Well. I know you said that you're working on some, or you have some ideas that you don't want to share yet about Clara Labs. I was going to ask, obviously, I mean, do you have a roadmap that you're sharing with people or that you're going to share with people? Or are you just putting the art out there and going to let it grow organically? Um, well, I mean, I'm not going to drop the project after all. Like, I think I'm like me as an artist is like very intrinsically tied to Clara Labs. So I think setting in stone, like, the actual roadmap at the moment, I mean, it's still kind of in the works because the, the release date's a little bit out. 
but having like a set in stone roadmap of just like things we kind of come up with would just I think take away from like the organic growth of it yeah but I'm definitely not dropping Clara Labs and Kbox after this release goes live if anything this is going to like really put the put the pedal to the metal on like expanding the universe and like rewarding people who hold it um one big idea i've kind of been throwing around is like kbot plushies as well as like other merch to kind of have available to people who are holding but that's still in the works i just i want to get these guys out and then start working on those sort of things afterwards that would be so cute but yeah yeah i'm excited just for the to see what happens on Mint Day and which ones I can get. And I hope I can get a watermelon one. Um, but I would, awesome. I would love to have a watermelon K-Bot plushie as well. <laughs> just saying. Um, okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> no, no pressure. I'm just saying that's a really cute idea. They're just so, they're just so cute. I can't get over it. Um, okay. So is there anything else you want to talk about or do we want to, does anyone else want to come up and ask some questions or just talk now that I've kind of asked all the questions that um, I wanted to? I feel like you covered everything. I mean, I don't know. I guess that we could open up the floor to questions and just see like what people are curious about. Yeah. Cool. So, anybody wanna wanna come up? Well, <laughs> that's cool too. Right. That's cool too. I it's been fun talking to you again. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun talking to you too. This was oh, Roblox requested. Okay. Oh, where to go? Oh. <laughs> Did you cancel the request? <laughs> Are you good? Or was it an accident? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I think the fist means you're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, that was fun. Yeah, this was awesome. Yeah. Um, I definitely... Like, I'm really excited to get this out. And I know it's kind of been, like, a lot of, like, oh, it's coming soon. And, like, oh, here's another teaser. And, like, oh, here we go. But it's, like, seriously, like, I'm working with Jen, like, uh, at All Arts and Crafts. Yes. Or, like, you can always be on this. And, like, we are, like, building this thing from, like, nothing, right? Like, I think one of the biggest things is, like, I'm not working with, like, an established, like, 10k project team and like i don't have like a team of people behind me so like we're literally building this thing from the ground up and i think that was one of like the biggest things i wanted to do with this is like i wanted to give people who like aren't already like in that world and like already you know making tons of money off of that like a chance like and i wanted to do it myself you know and um so i guess that's why it hasn't screamed out the door but um it is coming <laughs> jen's project is live right now and um it proves that we can do it so it's coming soon just just give us some more time 
Whenever, whenever the K-Bots are ready, we'll be here for them. Uh, That's really cool. It won't be long. Yeah, it's like, it's very grassroots, basically. Totally, yeah. Cool, okay. Well, thank you, Clara, and thank you, everyone who came to listen. Yeah, this has been amazing. You're all awesome. Thank you so much for interviewing me. This was super cool. I'm not used to all the attention being on me. Usually I'm just kind of working away on my computer, you know, so this has been really fun. <laughs> well, there'll, there'll probably be a lot more attention on you soon. <laughs> so be prepared. <laughs> Get used to yeah. it, Tara. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks all right. so much. Have um, a good night, everybody. Bye. Yeah, and thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I love you all. I'll end it now.